What's up, everybody? It's your host, Brooke Saborin, aka You Girl Middle Child Lives. And today on Storytime Behind the Channel, I have a really exciting guest. Her name is Madison Brown. Madison is a hardcore entrepreneur turned YouTuber. I have a lot of respect for Madison, and I hope that you guys learn a lot by listening to her talk because she is so insightful. What I really like about Madison and this interview is that she is so young, and she was so young when she started her entrepreneurial journey, and now she's into YouTube, which you know I love my YouTube, but she'll get into more of that during the interview. So let's take a listen. All right, Madison, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'm Madison Brown. Um, I'm a hardcore entrepreneur. I own a digital marketing company, and I am a photographer here in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I have a YouTube channel and a podcast that I share entrepreneurial mindset things on. And yeah. Heck yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Madison. I encourage everybody to follow her socials. Do you want to plug those right now? Uh, <laughs> I'll say my podcast name, uh, my YouTube channel. I need to make a handle for it, but my podcast name is Entrepreneurs Unfiltered. It's on Spotify and soon to be on Apple Music. Nice. So I like to start out my interviews with a little bit of a fun games to get us warmed up. So are you down for a little bit of YouTube trivia? Oh, I guess. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. I got just a few questions for you. Uh, ready for this? Yeah. Best guess. Okay. <laughs> we'll start easy. What year was YouTube founded? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, founded? 2011? Wrong. 2005. But good Dang. guess. <laughs> it's Dang, pretty old. that old. All right. I just remember the YouTube app on, like, iOS 6 and, like, 5. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. On the, the little uh, TV. I'm like, okay, when did iOS 7 come out? And, okay, how long before was YouTube around? Okay. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> I told you everything. <laughs> Why do you burp so much? I don't know. It's okay. I'm, I don't around. care. All right, next question. What is the number one most searched how-to on YouTube? How to become a YouTuber? Oh, no. Give oh. Come on, come on. One more okay, guess. You okay. got this. What? Can you give me a hint? No. <laughs> okay, how to... I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, give me a hint. Come on, you can give me a hint. Uh, I'll just tell you the answer, because okay. I don't know how. Okay. How to kiss. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Are you serious? And actually, I tested these questions out on Logan last night, and he guessed how to tie-tie, which is number two. Are you serious? Yeah. Also, I have looked up how to kiss on YouTube before, when I was much younger. Not very recently, but yeah, I'm one of the people. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Uh, all right, next question. How many watch time hours are viewed via Facebook each day? And I'm talking YouTube watch time hours. Oh, gosh. Um, it's a lot. It's so much. 10 million? Oh, dang it. I don't know the number, but it's 150 years. <laughs> oh, years. I don't know. Do the math, someone. That's a lot. Oh, I'm stupid. Anyways. Uh, oh all right. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, I really should have gotten a real number there. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it proves it's a lot. I was just going to take out my calculator to do it, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In 2014, which YouTuber made more money than Oscar winning actress Gwyneth Paltrow? 2014? 14, yeah. Are they still around? Can you tell me that? 
They might be dead or alive by now. I'm not sure. What? Oh my gosh. I have no idea. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Grumpy cat. Are you? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That rich feline. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow said, what? Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. All right. This is my last question for you before we get into the interview. Okay. What is YouTube's first video to reach 10 billion views? 10 billion. I know it's not going to be a person. It's going to be something weird. Think kids. Is it like freaking um, the Ryan's Toys? No. Oh. <laughs> it's Baby Shark. <laughs> I feel like I knew that. Which I have seen many times myself. So again, I'm one of the video. numbers. That's the first video. Yeah, 10 billion. I'm definitely one of the viewers. Yeah, I'm a lot of those viewers. Yeah. <laughs> And then probably one of the commenters like, I hate this stupid song. I thought it was going to be something, I knew it was going to be something weird. Like, you know how, like, the egg on Instagram with the most likes? Oh, yeah. Kind of That's I what remember I was, I was that. thinking of something like that. Get this egg mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. All right. So that was all for trivia. Thank you, Madison, for partaking. Um, you got zero out of six correct, which is a new high score. <laughs> I like that. That's a cool thing you're adding. I like that. All right, so let's get into a little bit more about Madison. Uh, Madison, why don't you tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel and why you started and when you started? Okay, I started, I wanna, I'm want i just going to say two months from now, so it's, I'm, I'm very new. Um, I started two months ago with my more serious channel. I used to have a fun channel, but that was just to document my life, which I enjoy looking back on now, so that may be up and coming again. Who knows? But right now I'm focusing on... It was more of a business channel, and I'm still trying to keep it business-like to give advice to new business owners, people that want to start a business, because I love when someone breaks out of their 9-to-5 and starts a business, so I'm trying yeah. to help people do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of also sharing some things about mindset. I did a video on basically body language and confidence, and it, it did pretty good for my, what was it, like my fourth video. I got like 500 views, which is decent. So I'm kind of seeing, I'm being using my analytical side and I'm seeing, okay, where did those viewers come from? And the videos they came from are more about mindset and confidence and body language and mm-hmm. just similar things. Um, so I'm kind of incorporating mindset and business because mindset is a huge part of starting a business, especially you got to be in that right mindset to break out of that nine to five. Um, yeah. Are you seeing that a lot of you, uh, kind of bouncing off of that, are you seeing that a lot of your audience is coming from certain YouTube accounts or not or not them being accounts, but being referred oh. from other channels, like certain channels are you being re- recommended from? Does uh, that make sense? Yeah. No. Or like diff- not specific channels or accounts, but the types of accounts. Yes. Hmm. They're like insp- inspirational and motivational things, which I don't want to dig too deep into that. Cause that's not what I'm all about, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely about changing your mindset. Um, so I definitely want to incorporate that. But that's kind of a tactic I didn't even know about. And I was just, I like download the YouTube creator app and I'm like, ah, like, what is it? Creator Studio or whatever? YouTube Studio. Yeah. YouTube Studio, whatever. And I was like looking through my analytics. I'm like, where are these people coming from? And it's actually really funny because it goes with the kissing thing. And it's kind of embarrassing. Like okay. the, one of the, it was like 1.2% of viewers came from. <laughs> it was like hot lesbians kissing. And I was like, Whoa. no. Yeah, literally. And I was like, okay, anyways. Um, but the top You're one. You're like, all right, we got to get out of that niche. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, if it's pulling in views, I guess it's pulling in views, but that's not the viewers I want. That's kind of funny. Um, I'm also shocked. <laughs> yeah. Does anything like that happen to you? Um, I have gotten some ra- really random ones. I don't know them off the top of my head, but like, let's just say so random as it it's it were to be as if someone was watching like wheelbarrow races and then (laughs) see like my one year in a van video after that like I get some really weird ones but I mean nothing I don't know nothing too out there okay yeah so the 3.7 hot lesbian makeout session it's it's at the bottom it's not at the top of viewers but like the top one was what I wish I knew as a fitness beginner okay fitness tips mindset eating right and then the video title of my video was how to be confident communicating in body language okay so that's 429 views in two weeks so it's kind of cool that's pretty good yeah yeah we love it What's up, future sponsors? If you'd like to hear your business advertised here on Storytime behind the channel, inquire at middlechildlives at gmail.com. That's M-I-D-D-L-E-C-H-I-L-D-L-I-V-E-S at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. Now back to our interview. I know that this is a very touchy question and like kind of questionable given the few like we don't know what the future holds as far as like the internet and obviously as an entrepreneur you're always changing and growing as the future of business does but do you have kind of an idea of how you'll how long you'll be creating for on youtube and what your future kind of looks like your ideal future that is okay so yes there's a few ways this could go so ultimately i want to build a personal brand and i don't want to be this person but I'm going to say this person because they're really inspiring to me, but Gary Vee, I don't want to be that much, but I do like how he has his own business, but he also has his own personal brand. And I think YouTube and my podcast is kind of building into that personal brand. Um, so it's ultimately like, okay, if I can make a full-time income off of it, helping others and inspiring others to, like I said, break out of that nine to five and pursue business or entrepreneurship, awesome if I can help them even in their day-to-day life if they want to work their nine-to-five that's great if I can just basically help people in any way that I can offer that would be great um I've also considered one day becoming a small business consultant and my YouTube channel could almost be social proof that I kind of know what I'm talking about I know what I'm doing um but with that how long I'll be on YouTube and where I like how long I'll be on in the future not specifically sure of an exact time frame, but let's just say I'll try to be consistent for two years. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> like I said, like we don't know anything about the future. It's hard to tell in this business. All right, you are really good at answering my questions before I even ask them. Holy crap, this <laughs> happened you, last time. We recorded next, this twice. <laughs> what's your next one? Um, I was going to ask you how you decided on um, your niche. I don't know I what to still... call it. Yeah, go into it. Because you were talking about like not necessarily trying to be like Gary Vee, inspiring people, which I mean, I guess I know you personally. So maybe I'm just putting words into everybody's ears. You're probably like, answering it for yeah, yourself exactly. and you're like putting things together that other people wouldn't. I get it. I did the same thing. All right, go ahead. <laughs> How'd you Wait, decide? So, okay, how did I decide on that specific niche? Um... I was going back and forth for a while because another one of my inspirations um, is Casey Neistat because Trent, you know, mm-hmm. he loves Casey Neistat and I got into him. And that's like my creative inspiration person, whatever. And I still like watch his videos. I'm like, oh, I want to create like these cool videos and vlogs. And 
he has a different way, but he still shares a lot of information and motivational stuff, but it's in, in a creative way, and mine's more of like a, hey, this is how you do it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, I don't like that at all. I don't like sitting down and being professional with it, but I feel like that's kind of what I have to do, at least in the beginning. I have to reach everyone with this like professional feel or a wider audience, and then I can start incorporating some person more personality into mm-hmm. it. Um, and obviously create that more of that personal brand, but yeah, so it was, I wanted, I've always wanted to create another YouTube channel. I just didn't know what I wanted it to be. And as always, I always overthink things and then I never start. So my thing is just start and just go. So I just started and I hated my first few. I'd started with YouTube shorts and I hated them, but I did them and I didn't even tell anyone about the channel and then I deleted them all. <laughs> um, and then I kind of, I started to figure it out. Um, and yeah, I just stuck with more of a business thing. I also love helping people and I love, especially people in my personal life. I always give them the same advice I want to give in my videos. I'm like, I just need to make a video about this. Just write it out, make a video about it and see if other people can get inspired. And I've had people comment and they really enjoy my videos. So that keeps me kind of motivated. And, um, just to pink off of that, do you write scripts? Like when you find yourself giving advice to people are you like i gotta write it down or are you just like huh that was Uh, good advice (laughs) i don't write out the entire word for word but i definitely will like take random notes in my notes app on my phone like if i'm in a conversation with someone and i say something really good that i didn't even realize i knew i'm like i need to write that down i'm a genius (laughs) i need to write that down so i'll write it down but then when it comes to getting ready to film a video (laughs) we keep burping um, uh, <laughs> um, okay, when I have a video idea and I want to film it, sometimes I'll just go into it and it'll be more like a story in a way. For example, I have a video coming up about how I got my first photography client. That's more of a story. So I didn't write that one out. Can't I wait. Know it. Everybody check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but then ones that I write out, I kind of just do bullet points, like points I want to take note on. It's kind of like a presentation in a way. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. Like, you don't write out all the words on a presentation. You write the points you're going to talk about. I heard, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just wondering, because I was listening to a uh, podcast uh, of another YouTuber the other day, and she said that she can't do it unless it's like a word-for-word script. That's so I just never thought of it that way. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, that's how Trent is. Trent needs it really? all written out. He'll get oh way gosh, too off too track. funny. <laughs> So it's funny that I mentioned before that you keep answering my questions because I'm pretty sure you did this time, but I don't know. Maybe you'll just a little bit. I was going to ask you what your process is like. And also kind of a double question. Do you do all of your own work? Yes. And kind of. So um, my process, I'm still kind of winging it. Um, (laughs) I do like I just like yesterday wrote down like 10 ideas because I was going through. Okay, where am I? viewers coming from and I look through those videos and I'm like okay these kind of inspired me to make videos about things that I do in my everyday life but I kind of just needed an all-around topic to title it and base it off of mm-hmm. um and then I write down the idea sometimes I write out a script sometimes which is you know my bullet point method I'll just write down the five points I want to come across <clears throat> um and then sometimes I just record and edit it and see if it turns out um, and then my editing process is very fast. Um, if it's a short, I basically put it in there and then I size it to the size of a short. And then sometimes I add some color grading because I 
don't like when I look really pale. Because people love pretty. <laughs> I try to make it as pretty as I can. Um, and then I just chop it up and add some cap- automatic captions on there because that helps your viewer retention, I believe. So um, I do that. And then as for doing all my own work, I said kind of because Trent helps me out a lot when it comes to setting up and lighting and audio and sometimes helps me with the editing process if I want to add anything interesting. So I definitely have help. It's not all me, but I do all my own work like he doesn't do it for me if that makes sense yeah nice yeah i was just wondering because like a lot of people outsource and stuff and i don't know because time is money sometimes and yeah i mean (laughs) eventually if i could outsource my editing if i got that big i would do it because my work isn't in my editing it's in my information and stuff so yeah editing is my favorite part of the process but it's also so kind time consuming and like so stressful and it can get you really down because like i'm not creative but then it turns out every time and yeah. yeah when i used to edit my fun videos i would sit there for like eight hours going through footage and editing yo. And i was just like dang it sheesh yeah for real a 10 minute video for me can take like 20 hours to edit yeah. especially if it's like well like with my new camera it shoots 4k and i'm shooting 4k and my computer just crashes so much I'm oh like, god everything's gone this is a, a funsies question that i like to ask people what is the craziest thing you've ever done for YouTube? <laughs> Does it have to be for mine? No. Okay. All right. Let's take it back a uh, year and a half, two years ago, when Trent was making his skateboard videos. This dude, I had just learned how to ride a skateboard. He throws me on his skateboards. I had like hard. I didn't know how to skateboard with his five thousand dollar camera he had at the time, and said, "Record me for a skateboard video." <laughs> so I'm on Folly Beach in the middle of the road, oh, holding this expensive camera, and like on. Sometimes it was the electric skateboard. Sometimes it was a normal skateboard, and I'm just like, Trent, he's like, "You're not getting the shot." I'm like, "I'm trying. I don't know how to ride a skateboard." Um, I would say that's probably the craziest thing. Or, no, 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 that. Or and once again, this isn't for my video. But when we were in, when we were on a road trip, I don't know where we were, but he, actually a few times, he was flying the drone and I was driving the car and I had to like keep up with the drone and sometimes it would get too far and we'd lose connection. We had to speed there and like figure it out where it was. So yeah, there's probably two things. (laughs) Heck yeah. All right. Well, I did notice that we keep mentioning Trent and we haven't mentioned who he is. I don't think. (laughs) Who's Trent? Okay, Trent is my boyfriend of three and a half years, almost four, but he is also a YouTuber, which he'll be on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, He may have even been on last week. Who knows? Oh, yeah. You never know. (laughs) He will be. Has been. Yeah. He'll be on the podcast, whatever. Um, He's a YouTuber. He's been doing it since for about, he's been doing it for about six years. So he has a, he'll have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. That'll be good. I'm excited for it too. (laughs) It's hard to nail that guy down sometimes. <laughs> You're telling me. You're telling me. All I'm right. in a business with him. <laughs> you kill me. Okay, so who is you? Well, you kind of already <laughs> answered that. that. Dang it. Well, okay. that's inspiration. No, yeah, I already answered it. I have a few inspirations. All right, yeah, go ahead. Who is your favorite YouTuber and who? what YouTuber inspires you the most to create or when you create? Okay, so... Most inspiring YouTuber would be Casey Neistat because he's just cool as shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this. It's okay. Okay. Um, and then this when is I... an adult show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then like someone that really helps me out business wise. That is a he just I don't know the way he talks and the way his organ his videos are organized. It's really good. His name's Adam Earhart. 
um, E-R-H-A-R-T. He just talks about marketing and Facebook ads and leads and lead generation, all this stuff. So he has taught me a lot and he kind of inspires me for my videos, kind of where I want to be one day with them because just the way they're organized, everything's super clear. Mm -hmm. It keeps you engaged. It's no, it's no fluff in there. And I like that. So those are two YouTubers, but in life it would be like Gary V and then okay. a little bit of Trent. Like when Trent starts making videos, it makes me want to make more videos. We kind of just Trent is an inspiration to us all. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> and then when like I make videos, it makes him want to. We just kind of bounce Aww. off of each other. So cute. Yeah. All right. So do you? I know that you're relatively new, and some people that I'll be interviewing are like might be feel too new for this question but i'll ask it anyway okay what video do you think best represents you your brand your channel just one video to show it all i need to make a video like that there mm-hmm. you go i need to make one like <laughs> yep. what the heck i guess because okay. i started and then i deleted a bunch true so i do i do need well there you go i need to make a video that kind of introduces me and what i'm trying to do because i do want to incorporate like make it my personal brand a uh, channel trailer yeah I had one Which I don't one. have one either. What? I thought you I thought you had one. No, I don't. You well, make one. Uh I, I mean my I think the answer to this question for me changes like every <laughs> every 6 months. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> That's my maniacal laugh. You'll hear it a lot. But um yeah, I don't know. I guess right now it's so this is what it's like for me, but I don't have a channel trailer. Yeah, you should make one. That'd be cool. But yeah, I need to make one. But I mean... I have one in my... In DaVinci Resolve, like, that I've been working on for a year. <laughs> it's okay. Probably gonna restart, I guess. It happens. It happens. Um, yeah, I need to make one. Just kind of talking about the, the point of the channel and who I want to reach and help and why I'm making the channel. Heck yeah. I love that. We are always thinking... Always thinking. Always creating. Do you want to tell the audience what you've learned since you've started? Is it easier than you expected? Oh, Harder? About the same? Yeah, go off. Go off. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> go off. We love this. <laughs> um, okay. So let me let me take it back I... to... What's this month? It's no end of November. I think back like six or so months ago. When I started my digital marketing business, and I was doing social media management, and when TikTok was blowing up, I was like, you know what? Screw YouTube. My dumbass. Um, YouTube in my head. I was like, why? Ouch. Well, it was like a year ago, because it was when I met, it was when I met you. Oh, nice. And I wasn't thinking screw YouTube, but I was like, YouTube just, it's not there anymore, which, yes and no. That's a fair assumption. Yes and no. It it's just changing. It's not completely gone, but I think who it like its audience and who's on there more is completely changing than what it used to be. It mm-hmm. used to be people that were humorous and comedy and whatever. And, oh, so many skits. Yeah, all and then it skits. went to Vine, and then it went mm-hmm. to TikTok or musically mm-hmm. then TikTok. So its audience is changing. But at that time, I was like, no, there's nothing in it anymore. Like, go on TikTok, blah blah blah. Yeah, it was stupid for that. Fun fact: I deactivated my TikTok today. Did you? <laughs> I deleted the app, like, a couple weeks ago, but I deactivated today. Why is that? Because, honestly, oh, gosh. You don't have to I hate talking about other platforms other than YouTube because don't I don't like it. any don't of them. Don't but it's because it. I see no future in it for me. Okay. And that's all. That's okay. all I need to say. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there future there for me. And if it, there's not, it's a time waster. Good for you. Straight up. Good for you. That's good. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, I didn't really see much on YouTube, and then I was all about... Wait, why am I talking about this? What did you ask? Or what are we talking about? What you've learned. Oh, yes. Okay. I was like, I don't know either. <laughs> and then take it fast forward to, <laughs> to two months ago. Um, I was I was in the shower one day, and I was like... We love shower thoughts. Literally. <laughs> I was in the shower, and I'm yelling to Trent. He's on his computer, which is only like 20 feet away because the bathroom's right next to his desk. I live in a small apartment. Anyways, so I'm like, Trent, I want to start a YouTube channel. And he's like, okay. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> and then he's like, what are you going to start? You know, Trent. He asks all these questions. And I'm like, well, I don't know oh, that many Trent's answers. brain is like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Literally. And we start talking about it. He's like, I think that's a great idea. And he starts getting into all these facts about YouTube that I never knew. How it's like the highest paying social media platform. And how you really only need, what is it? It's like 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. Mm-hmm. So I actually just learned that this past week about the 4,000 hours of watch time. I knew the subscribers. But basically, he starts getting into all these facts about how there's a lot of room for growth. And the one thing that sold me was basically that my niche is a very highly profitable niche on YouTube. So finance and true. Finance and business, I guess, or something is like what he called it. And that also really motivated me. But obviously, the main motivator was I want to help people and talk about... Everything that I know. And she quick scrubbed off all the soap. (laughs) (laughs) Grabbed the video camera. I literally, I think that night, I went in my Notion, which is where I organized all my life. And I wrote down like 25 video ideas. And at the time, it was more business oriented. And a lot of them I couldn't really compose into videos, which is okay. You come up with ideas, you scratch Mm -hmm. them, you keep them, whatever. Earn that. Yeah. So I learned about the monetization of YouTube. I knew it was there. Didn't know the facts about it. I learned about how my niche could make a decent amount of money. Um, And also, I learned a lot about recording video. I have a very nice camera, but I use it for photo. I didn't even know the capability to have for YouTube, or for video and YouTube, um, and how lucky I was to kind of already have that gear. And then also, you know, I use Trent's microphones and whatever. But I learned a lot about videography, I learned a lot about YouTube's monetization. And um, one of the things I thought would be harder, but it really isn't, was kind of making my videos short and straight to the point. I actually do it too much to the point where my videos are only like two minutes They're long. not even long enough. Because yeah. uh, I'm like, I don't want to talk too much. And I delete so much. I'm like, okay, wait, we need some other information. So I'm still kind of working on filling in the gaps, but with useful information so it's not fluff. That's probably For a hard show. Yeah, because you gotta, if in a, if your audience, it, they're obviously there for a specific purpose. Yeah, you want to give them that purpose, but you also like want to fluff it a little bit, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. a little yeah. entertainment in there. Yeah, which is I, I'm trying to go into more like I want to incorporate how to use some softwares to their full potential because I know tons of Adobe softwares. I know mm-hmm. a few other client management softwares, things like that, and I want to kind of explain their purpose and how I use them. So that's some things that... Amazing. Like tutorials, in a sense. Amazing. I thought of doing, like, a mini-series on how to edit photos um, mm. and using a Adobe Lightroom and Adobe Photoshop. Might do that. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to hold anybody to do anything that they say on this podcast. That's a rule. <laughs> that's a rule. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, I just have a couple more questions for you. And it's like you kind of already answered this. You're so like articulate. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Um, it's a good thing. <laughs> Not for me right now, though. 
Hey, I've been in your position. I know what it feels like. True, true. Okay. One of my last questions is kind of a statement slash question. So a lot of people have certain goals with YouTube, like monetary goals, subscriber goals, um, what kind of like outreach they're going for. I know that you already answered that you want to help people with their business, maybe finance a a little bit, but you know, the space that you're in, what are your like official goals? Do you have anything written on your whiteboard at home? Like this is what my YouTube channel is going to do for me. No, I have nothing written, but (laughs) this is inspiring me that I should actually set goals. Now that I am getting... I'm a big goal girl, so... <laughs> I have, see, that's the thing. Like, with my personal business and stuff, I definitely have goals. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the new year coming around, which I should make goals for my podcast and my YouTube. I think the reason I didn't set goals is because I didn't want to take it too serious at first. Mm. Now I do, especially talking more with Trent, learning about more ways to grow and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to take it too serious because if I do that, then I get burnt out honestly and i already had my business to do dude yep (laughs) um so but now that i am taking it more serious and i have more content coming in and i've already recorded and edited and i'm getting better at posting or in my head i am um i definitely want to make some growth goals um in a sense of okay i do want to reach this many subscribers in a year or in two years or six months or whatever had a date in mind that way i do actually consistently post and then okay something i definitely need to do i don't know if you asked what i need i don't even I don't remember but <laughs> i okay? definitely need Just to say stuff. <laughs> work on my descriptions i know that youtube is a search engine technically in a sense and mm-hmm. just kind of like google but it's a video one um so it bases a lot off search engine optimization like seo like that's how mm-hmm. your videos get discovered a lot of times so i definitely need to write more focused language in my descriptions i kind of just write it like a caption which is not great <laughs> oh um, me too and it's yeah. bad and i do it anyway yeah. <laughs> i'm just like i'll be like whatever upload yeah, yeah i yeah. just worked for 40 <laughs> hours on this i'm not writing anything <laughs> yeah, so i definitely need to like lately i'm like trying to slow down when i'm posting and just really okay what are people going to look up how are they going to find this video mm-hmm. what are my keywords i'm using so that's something i definitely need to work on and study more um but yeah goals i'm not really in it for the money i think it's great if i start making money and if i can do that wow amazing perfect mm-hmm. but it's i have my business and that's the main financial goals where my financial goals are set um and yeah i want to help people i want to inspire people i want to have people, like, the dream would be, like, if I have this video, I don't even care if it blows up or not. If it gets 200 or 20 views or 20,000 or, you know, it would be great. But I want someone to come to me and be like, wow, you helped me so much. I did X, Y, and Z because of this video and because of your channel and blah, blah, blah. Like, that would be peak. Like, when I help people in real life and then they come back and say that, I'm like, holy shit, no way. So that would be really cool. Thank you. Yeah. scramble of stuff. It's okay. I love it. Uh, all right. Final question. Uh, if somebody listened to you on this podcast today and they were wanting to collaborate with you, sponsor you, X, 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 how would they contact you? And do you want to plug uh, any of your other work um, or not other work, but, you know, channel, plug yourself? Yeah. 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 Um, email me at mobrownbusiness at gmail pretty easy yeah um and then follow or check out my podcast on spotify entrepreneurs unfiltered by madison brown 
And then my YouTube channel, I have, it gave me an automatic handle, but by the time this comes out, it will probably be changed. Nice. But for now, my it's just like Madison Brown, and then my handle is, it's not loading. But it's okay. Maybe maybe it'll come up on your search page after you watch. You'll this probably podcast. have a new one uh, yeah. by the time this comes out, anyway. But yeah. I'll link it. Okay, I mean, everything of Madison's will be linked. Check her out. She is an inspiration to us all, Madison Brown, ladies and gents. And t- thank you so much, Madison, for coming to my closet today, <laughs> being on my podcast, and uh, for sharing so much with our audience. I learned a lot, and I really enjoyed myself. Well, thanks for having me. And you've inspired me to be better at my captions because I just, like, <laughs> ignore it. I'm just like, I know I'm bad at it, but I don't want to think about it. But now you're, like, bringing it to light, and I'm like, she's right. <laughs> I mean, you inspired me to actually set goals. I'm like, I, like, I am a goal setter in other aspects. I'm like, damn, I really didn't do anything. But that's okay. We inspired each other. We're mm-hmm. being productive mm-hmm. and proactive. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Madison. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Okay, I didn't know. Matthew. It wasn't a trick question, I just didn't know. We should kiss before. We should always do that. A little kiss. Oh, I don't know if I want to lean over here. You part? Yeah. We're now locked in the closet. Please keep your hands and feet inside the ride at all times. Now that we're out of that loud-ass bar. It was right. so loud in there. It I don't was want to too go loud there on Sunday. It was too loud. Like, I like watching football, but I really don't like it when it's that loud. It was way too loud. The TV was too loud. The I'm people not a super were too fan. loud. But yeah, I'm. I feel like my opinion doesn't even matter because uh, I don't even like football in the first place. So I've just assumed that this is like a football thing, like that everybody's screaming and stuff. Like, and I grew up like that. My family screamed when a touchdown happened. I don't know who they were rooting for, what we were watching. I was eating the taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I love football, but at the end of the day, if that group of men falls short of their goal of winning the football game, it's not going to affect my emotions. Because that's their thing, you know? I like watching the game. I appreciate the effort that they're putting in, and it's fun to watch. But it has no bearing in my life. Yeah. I just assume everybody that's on their feet has bet a lot of money on the game. Yeah, I mean, that does change That's things, my only... let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just like, they probably have money riding on this. <laughs> that does change things. And, you okay. know, I do like to cheer for my fantasy team. We're both fantasy football players, and I love fantasy football, so I do keep track of the NFL. But I find myself from a more... It's like an objective standpoint. I'm just a viewer. I wouldn't call myself... A, I'm definitely not a super fan, you know, but I am a, a regular viewer. A fan. Just a fan. Yeah. A fan on medium. <laughs> right. A medium fan. <laughs> you kill me. Ready? Okay. Um, so, we just heard an interview with Madison Brown. Her channel, we didn't know it during the interview, but since she has said it to... Let's dash grow dash together. Thank you, Logan. I couldn't actually remember on the spot. That's the one. But now you're able to look her up if you want to. Funny thing. So Logan and I have a channel that we have... We have the channel made it 
uh, created, but we haven't uploaded any videos. We have like the footage already started and everything. It's called Odyssey Outdoors. Obviously, <laughs> y'all know who that is. <laughs> We've been talking about that, but I was linking our new channel to the description of the video and it went straight to a different channel and we have the handle at odyssey outdoors straight up no numbers no dashes nothing and it if you click on it in the description obviously i took it out but if you were to click on it it went to a different odyssey outdoors 2941 or whatever they had four numbers at the end so i don't understand that maybe if we become more official you know because we haven't uploaded yet or anything but we'll see i don't know i might contact them and figure that out but isn't that interesting just something for the youtubers out there just keep that in mind check it out figure that out don't assume that youtube has their shit together right handles are new but yeah i don't know i, f I thought that was particular uh, so, anyway, I am now here with my lovely husband, Logan. Hey, hey. Logan, what did you think about Madison's interview? I thought Madison's interview was great. I enjoyed listening to the conversation between you two. I mean, clearly you're friends, right? You guys know each other outside of the pod. The outside of YouTube. And it shines through, you know? It sounds like a conversation between two friends, but it's a really productive, constructive conversation that people can get a lot out of. Just talking about the struggles of budding entrepreneurship and, um, you know, it, sh it showcased a lot to me about what's on the brain of you two who are both kind of in a similar spot where you have irons in the fire with a long road to go on your path to fully successful careers by whatever metric you measure that, you know? I don't think mm -hmm. either of you would say that you've you've achieved success yet but at the same time you have you're off the you guys are doing it you know yep so maybe you would say that you've achieved success <laughs> i'd like to walk that back a little that's bit, like the most Ouch. yeah that's like the most fluid term out there right. success yes, define success sheesh but yeah that's uh why i definitely appreciate madison and i was really excited to have her on because i totally respect her mindset um, yes, we have so much in common as entrepreneurs, but I really believe that Madison is just wired in such a, like, mathematical way. I don't know how to really explain it, but yeah, mad respect for Madison, huge inspiration to me, not just saying that. I know I said it in the pod already, but straight up, Madison, you're a real one, and I always look up to you. Especially, Madison is, what, she's like six years younger than me, and I only really cracked into my entrepreneurial spirit entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit that'll always be hard entrepreneurial spirit when i was uh 20 that's when i really i had that like pivotal moment where i realized i was an entrepreneur and i needed to pursue it and she cracked into that when she was mad young like i think 17 um sorry madison if i got that wrong but i mean <laughs> shoot respect 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 it's impressive. I mean, I know I wasn't, I mean, I started working at 14, you know, I had two jobs in high school, but that's a whole different level mm -hmm. to, to understand that you want to do this on your own is, I mean, I'm, did she learn? She probably didn't learn it from her parents, right? I think, did she talk a little bit about what her, how, like how she came up? No, she didn't really. It's hard to say because I know her so personally that I know the answer to that and I'm not sure if it's in the recording recording but um yeah madison is pretty self-made it's yeah. impressive 
Anyways. For sure. So breaking into the pod. All right, let's get into it. Let's get after it. I guess we'll start right from the beginning. There was that one of the answers to your YouTube trivia, which I believe I also went to for six on mm-hmm. when asked before the uh, before Madison's episode. <laughs> that was the test run, and I did, I did yeah. just as well as Madison did. It was tough. That was tough trivia. I actually, shoot, I can't remember, but I did think you got at least one right. Maybe but I who knows? One. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I got one. so. A little bit of one thing you guys didn't come up with. You didn't break out the calculator. But as is my nature, while I was listening to I the episode. I don't do numbers like that. <laughs> while I was listening to the episode, I immediately got the calculator out. And 150, 150 years of watch time per day coming from Facebook comes out to 1.3 million hours. Oh, like, wow. And some change. But yeah, 1.3 million hours per day coming off of Facebook, which is a huge number. A huge number, for especially for small YouTube creators like us. You know, like, we would love to have a piece of that pie. Oh, yeah. And I've met <laughs> guys like, you know, Mr. Beast and Mark Rober. They own a ton of it, you know. But I, we looked up just a little while ago how many Facebook profiles there are out there they're like 2.7 billion active facebook active users. facebook users so that i mean that is like it comes out to like i don't know a tenth of a second per person or something <laughs> like that, which is just nuts to I think know. that that many people can combine for that much time that would make it and it makes such a big impact in the creator's lives like 150 years of watch time in Brooke. What's your total watch time at? Do you know? Oh, I can guess. second about seven seconds. Um, I Just would give, guess. give you the guess of 600 hours. I don't even know, but actually, let me tell you 772. And 772 hours. I mean, that sounds like a ton. It's, it really does. And it is a ton. You know, you worked damn hard. For 772 hours. It's a show I have. <laughs> and 772 hours divided by 1.3 million is 0.00059. I mean, you're what talking about <laughs> it's it's five, it's almost six hundredths of a percent. Whoa. So, yeah, it's almost six hundredths of a percent of what is watched on Facebook every day. Gotta make a girl feel good about herself, huh? It's it's amazing. That is crazy. It just shows you the potential of what's out there for you. Totally. If you keep on the path and how much is, like, how much is available to you. You know, the pie is enormous. It's crazy. And it's only diversifying. We can all have a slice. Even more with all of the different people that continue to come to YouTube as a primary source for entertainment, for education. I mean, we've both gotten basic degrees from YouTube University in one thing or another. I mean, I know it's where you learn a lot of your video editing skills and techniques and, um, you know, just little things on DaVinci Resolve. I learned a ton of stuff. I mean, when we built our band, couldn't have done it without YouTube. Mm -mm. Those how-to videos on electrical wiring and basic construction were so vital. And 
I can, you know, I tell people I have an associate's degree from YouTube University when we talk about building the van. You, you. Why, why, why you? You, you. Uh, you, If it was like, um, why, oh, you, you, know, you. Like, there's the three letter abbreviation on the football game, you know, up at the top of the screen on the yeah. scoreboard, it would be you if it was YouTube University, oh. it would be you. So it's, it's the you. No, you. it wouldn't. It would be YTU. No way. Why would yeah. it be why you? Because, like, they don't do Denmark DMK. They do Denmark as D-E-N. I'm not a credible source. Like, Seattle <laughs> is an S-T-L. I don't know. S-E-A. You know, they do it with what it starts with. I'll take your word for it. I don't know if that's real or not. Yeah, like... You know, it's not like, it's not, we're not talking about the name of an airport. We're talking about how it's abbreviated on TV. Oh. <laughs> so the next thing that I, that stuck out to me in Madison's half of the conversation is when she said that it takes a certain mindset to break out of a nine to five as 100%. an entrepreneur. And I was hoping that you could tell me because I'm not an entrepreneur and I'm not a YouTuber. What? that mindset a little bit more about what that mindset is that she's referring to okay well in meeting a lot more entrepreneurs as of late i would say in the past year or so i have found the answer to this question i i believe at least i don't know maybe maybe not but i think the entrepreneurs have two very unique things in common i think that every entrepreneur cannot be told what to do. For whatever reason, we can't. So if you tell us that this is the path and this is the way to success and like the the way that, you know, your life is going to run smoothly, we're going to listen to that and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, right. I'm going to figure out a better way. So we can't be told what to do. And also, I think that the second attribute that every entrepreneur has is their untamable imagination. Uh, the way an entrepreneur's mind works is that dreams and reality coincide in such a way that you can't distinguish the two. So nothing seems impossible. Nice. I like that. I like it a lot. Thank you. So in our conversation post pod before we're sitting right here, we talked a little bit about um, where people's views come from and like what kind of viewers are associated with your channel because it was something that came up in your podcast and it's it was interesting to me to hear a little more about what viewers are associated with your podcast but how about Madison getting 1.2% of her views from hot lesbians kissing I was dead <laughs> I mean listen to even her to her to get 1.2% of her 430 views that means not just one person came straight from a hot lesbians kissing, but five people. Five <laughs> people made that Tune jump in. from watching hot lesbians kissing to, you know what, let's learn a little bit about body language and showing confidence in conversation. They were looking at that video and they thought, like, you know, I should get a job. <laughs> they looked at that video and they're like, you know... Maybe a little bit of body language and confidence would help me find my own hot lesbian yeah. to kiss. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were like, you know, because you think they might be, might be lonely people. After, yeah, lesbian. after that, they think, I really just looked this up on YouTube. Like, maybe I should put myself out there. Right. Oh, confidence video. Oh. 
Yes. It is about body language. Yes. <laughs> I guess, you know. Maybe. Like Madison said, like, how are the viewers come in? <laughs> as long as they get there. It's personal. It's always personal. <laughs> and Madison loves Gary Vee. We love Gary Vee a little bit. We've watched a little bit of Gary Vee's mm-hmm. videos together, especially those garage sale videos. We love them. They are nice, man. That guy, one of the most successful entrepreneurs that we get access to, like full access. You know, he's always posting YouTube content about his business, about his personal life, about what he does in his free time. So we get to see a little bit about the lifestyle. And the fact that this man is out there on Saturday working hard to make $8 flipping Happy Meal toys. For real. Is <laughs> um, puppy awesome. Pound, pound puppies. Yeah. What are those called? Oh my gosh, he goes crazy over them. And beanie babies. You know? <laughs> like this dude, you just get to see that creation, that creativity and that imagination and the drive. It doesn't know dollar signs, you know? It mm-hmm. just, entrepreneurs showcased by Gary Vee, they, they, they like what they like and they do what they love. It's true. It's true. It's true. So... You guys mentioned the most profitable categories on YouTube, Mm. and I wasn't able to find a really solid source or even like a really consistent or good list on what the most profitable categories are. There was like some pretty in-depth data that we don't, I don't really want to cover because I don't understand it anyways, (laughs) but there was, I did find a list and it's not a super reputable source. It's from this website called Unlu. Um, I don't know much about it, but there we go. I cited it. You can evaluate the reputation. Look at it yourself. By yourself. But <laughs> so it says that uh, the the most watched category on YouTube to this day is still music videos. They get the most views. Hmm. I would have thought it was like children's videos. Right. Music videos still rule, even here in you know twenty twenty two. Hundred percent. Um, and then how tos are number two. You know how to kiss. Right 100%. 100%. I mean, when you got a video like that driving your category, it's going to keep Wait, you close to the top. I think that one was made by Howcast, by the way, which that is the OG how-to. I learned so much stuff as a, an adolescent. Yeah, so those are the top two from this from this, uh, this source that have no real solid numbers to put behind. But <laughs> it makes sense that those would be top categories. And, you know, totally. blogs are probably right up there as well. I mean... Everything from, I mean, Middle Child Lives to, you know, all the other incredible blog channels out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they garner a lot of attention. Oh, yeah. We love our vlogs. I do. <laughs> I watch them like it's TV. Shoot. Right towards the end of the podcast, Madison, you asked Madison about her goals for her channel. And she said, you know what? I, don't, I haven't really said any yet. And that struck me as being something that I would also overlook in just opting to get started and just going for it. And I would feel like if I set goals beforehand, I would maybe have a little analysis paralysis and I would never get going. But can you talk to me about a little bit about what you see as the importance of goal setting and what a good goal setting process would look like? in just setting up long-term as well as short-term goals and setting up ways for yourself to get there. Okay. 
In the case of any goal, if you work for what you want every single day, no matter how big or small of an effort you put in, if you just do it, you are going to get there eventually. And that is just like the saying, if you walk an inch every day, well, I don't know the saying actually, if you take a one inch step every single day, you're eventually going to get to a mile, right? If you don't take that inch step for a week, you have made no progress. Uh, a podcast that I like to listen to, it's called The Ricky Reyes Show. I will link it in the description. He actually talks about it in his episode called Focus. He mentions that one day before you know it turns into a week. One week before you know it turns into a month. One month before you know it turns into a year. One year before you know it turns into five years. And imagine where you're going to be in five years. Imagine yourself in five years looking back at yourself now and thinking, wow, did I really think I was going to be here? And if you always keep your eye on the prize and you know exactly what you want and you know that every day you're taking whatever means necessary to get toward it, you will get there. And that's all the motivation you need. Hard. I agree. Sorry it went off. Like, I love goals. I love setting them and I love reaching them and I love helping other people to understand why it's important and how to love it. And I was just looking up at this little piece of art in our closet while you're talking, and it, it's just this little goldfish swimming around with a with a shark fin on it, and it just says, uh, mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, we have one piece of art in our closet that, you know, we get to see when we go towards our goals, and, or towards our, you know, grab our clothes for the day, and it, mindset is everything. If you, like, it's not like if you see it, you're guaranteed, if you believe it, you're guaranteed it'll happen. But if you don't believe it and you don't go out in there and chase it, you are guaranteed it won't happen. So true. If you don't chase it, you won't get it. That so is guaranteed. True. So true. And <laughs> bringing it back to our guest, that is something that I think that Madison lives out so purely. And that's why I really appreciate her as a person, an entrepreneur and a YouTuber. So everybody get out there. Watch a little Madison Brown, watch some Middle Child Lives, and maybe look up Trent while you're at it, because he's got some good stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. And we did mention him so many times during this podcast. (laughs) It was an awesome one to listen to. I enjoyed it. So thanks for for putting it on, Brooke. And thanks for having me uh, here again for the the breakdown. Thank you. All right. Thank you again, Madison, for being on the show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Check her out. I've Again, I've got all her links in the description. I've got her email. And thanks, Logan. I love you. (laughs) Love you so much. Bye. Bye.